Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, uh, we were joined by the Reverend Simon Butler. Yes. Not looking for spiritual guidance, although I think we were. Um, But he is taking part in the Le Mans 24-hour race. He's into motorsport. And he was an interesting man, wasn't he? The question I forgot to ask him was, can he... Race on the Sunday morning when it because obviously it's twenty four hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, goes yeah. from Saturday three o'clock to Sunday three o'clock. Well, he's racing over Easter, so now, okay, make of that sure, what you sure. will. Um, we also had a chat with uh, Ian Patterson, the head of catering at Bristol Rovers. A tough yeah, booking, very. But finally, we managed to pull finally. it off. Our top production team made some calls and got him on. And uh, they've gone to the public to yep. try and find out what they should be selling. And uh, we market we, research. We were impressed. The well, word, very impressed. Now, I'll give you a, a warning, uh, a trigger warning. The word mouthfeel comes up during the chat. So, <laughs> mouthfeel. So, if you have a problem with that, uh, maybe you should just switch off. one of those ASMR sort yeah. of uh, <laughs> accounts. You know, they whisper stuff. We had a chat and we had a quiz. We had a Charlie's quiz. Favorite oh, quiz that's of not the going in. That can't go in. It's not me. The producer wants it in. He's supposed to be a friend of yours. But anyway, here Awful. it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. Nice to see you. Yeah, nice to see you, yeah. I see. I had a que- que- this question. I said I was going to tell you on air. Yeah. I had this question yesterday from my daughter mm-hmm. upon a- awaking. Oh, yeah. She said, Dad, Daddy, is the Queen a good singer? Wow. I, like, oh, I mean, <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> I mean, I can't work out just looking at her. I don't know if she's got any solo and your daughter, work. she's what? She's 20, she's 22. <laughs> she's yeah, 22, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, couldn't she just look it up? But she's six. She's six. And that was the first, came into the bedroom, first question of the morning. She's got slightly obsessed with the Queen, Paul. I don't know why. I don't know if they've been studying it at school or okay. something like that. But she said, Daddy, is the Queen a good singer? And I could not answer that. And I was wondering if anybody had ever heard the Queen sing solo, if she'd ever taken a line of in, oh. in a song, you oh, know. Okay. I'm glad you finished <laughs> that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Blimey. Yeah, OK. The conversation yeah. was going to go down an interesting path. Yeah. Yeah, I can't yeah. think of many. I mean, the only way you probably heard the Queen sing, yeah, is I don't know if you've been to church with her. She's got a good voice, exactly. or she might be one of those that mimes. You know, a lot of people they just mime, don't they? Or, or if you've, um, if she, she's you're a member of the staff, yeah, and she's absent-mindedly uh, one of the singing. royal weddings, she might have done a bit of karaoke after it. Unlikely, you never, you never unlikely, know. I'm guessing, anyway, um, but you never know. How do you answer these questions, Paul? I don't know. You know, it's, you have to just you have to just go. Is this? Is this I don't know. Charlie's choice today is the thing kids say. <laughs> what about kids? eh? the things they say. God, I don't mind. I mean, because they do come out with yeah. some corkers. What questions? What, what impossible questions have you been asked by, by your kids? children? You're going to. I mean, I'd I'd say, Daddy is the Queen a good singer? I mean, you. What did you say? Did you did you fudge I just, it? I said I don't know. Sometimes I say I you don't said, know. But there's also no way of googling she's that. Good Paul. on classical. She's not. She's not great. She hasn't got a great pop voice. It's a bit folky. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit, yeah. She Sophie goes, Ellis, Ted she Dexter. A, she goes a bit sort of cruise ship now and again. Yeah, I think she does. She's Paul, a bit, pulls she's the a mic bit, away from her she's mouth. She's a bit too much Jane McDonald for my <laughs> taste, you could have said, yeah. 
Yeah, it's, that's an ungoogleable question, Paul, it is. isn't it? Because no well, one's, hang on, have nobody you it? knows. No, let me no, do it now, Charlie. The thing no is, like the I don't present. think he's going to say online, Paul. I know the, we're doing the a Queen radio is show. a terrible singer. Is we're doing a show? Is the Queen live googling? Is this this what it is now? We've got this. Should be on Talk Sports. Good, is the Queen a good singer? Queen a good singer. Here we go. Here it is. Uh, is uh, a good. Uh, and uh, you get a lot of stuff. She about, might. She might. You get a lot of stuff about Freddie Mercury. Exactly. No one's ever asked the question. Is it a Google whack? Then our old mate Dave Gorman. Uh, is the Queen a good singer? As a question has never been asked by anybody apart from your six-year-old daughter. Yeah. Never. Never. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll ne- will we never know, Paul? She might bring out an album. Just. She, she, it's unlikely know. now. You don't think? It's unlikely now. She's not been a bit frail. She'd have to be like Phil Collins she, sitting well, down, wouldn't imagine she? Imagine if she hadn't kept up with popular music and she'd gone, right, I'm going to bring out my album. Bring out and the I, new what, stuff, What, what yeah. are you called, Queen? Um, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean I can't? I do what I can't, like. I do what I like. I'm the Queen. Anyway, go on then. We'll, we'll go with that, the things kids say. <laughs> uh, Talksport.com, text 1889. Rupert Yeah, that's Richard. Richard's Rupert Bell oh, might Well, he's on, he could be on later. We've got him on later. We're on, talking about so Scotty Scheffler's lucrative bag. So, um, yeah, we'll ask Rupert Bell. Very good question, guys. Uh, we'll, we'll put that to him. Um, also, this afternoon, uh, I was. Uh, we, we read a little bit earlier on that Etienne Capu had never heard of Gianni uh, Lo Celso, Giovanni Lo Celso, when he went to um, Villarreal on loan. Yes. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. He said, yes, there's a lot of players I don't know. My teammates laugh about it. I don't watch football. I don't have social ma- media. I'm disconnected from all of this. So um, they're probably in training. They said, looks like uh, Giovanni Lo Celso could be coming in on loan yeah. from Spurs. And he says, who? <laughs> Giovanni Lo Celso, you know, Argentina and uh, t- Never heard of him. Nothing. So there are times in life when yeah. you are nonplussed by the fact that someone has never heard of them. Yeah, yeah. So that Pele, 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 <laughs> you know, Pele, the football. No, never heard of him. Well, some of the younger people at this station might be like that, Paul. Oh, yeah, never, yeah, maybe yeah. not with Pele. Well, yeah, a lot of it's generational, isn't it? A lot it? of it's generational. But I mean, so that, I mean, that with aside. Pop, pop music, you're not yeah. meant to have heard of them, Paul. No, that's very so, true. You know. So we'll take a few of those today because that is sport-related. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 81089. Tweet to TSH&J. Um, I was on duty at Buckingham Palace back in the 90s and I heard the Queen singing while she was doing the dusting. True story, that, Darren, in West Brom. Well, we have to take your word I mean, for I mean, it. Exactly. We can't uh, don't we? I mean, I, I'm sure she does the dusting. The Queen <laughs> went on the X Factor and was terrible... Uh, would they still put her through as she is the Queen? Yeah, well, David, uh, quite possibly. Like I mean, knows. I don't think Simon Cowell. One um, has I think three he's eyeing, yeses. He's still eyeing that knighthood. So exactly. he's still going she, yeah, She's going to get the old golden buzzer, isn't she? <laughs> Definitely. I mean, we'll ask uh, Rupert exactly. Bell a little bit later on. There anyway, I've got um, a huge game tonight. Massive game tonight. Yeah, we're bring I, I can't you. see Chelsea doing it, Paul. I'm just going to not be in doomy about it for oh. all the Chelsea fans that get cross with me. I just cannot see... Them doing it. I think Real Madrid are too good. It would be a record performance. No, no one's ever gone to the Bernabeu. An English side's gone to the Bernabeu and made up a two-goal deficit. No. So they'd have to make history to do that. They have to, they'll have to hit the ground absolutely running, won't they? Yeah. And they need a very early goal to yeah. give them any... Well, that be, I mean, if on first if, goal, if, get the first, Ra- it's a first goal game, isn't it? If Real Madrid get the first goal, then you feel that is very much that. I anyway, it's so. gonna it's gonna unfold on Talksport tonight. All the build-up from seven. Adrian Durham, your host for that one. Uh, kick-off at eight with Jim Proudfoot and the former Chelsea player Andy Townsend. You'll be able to get your calls into Jamie O'Hara and Jason Cundy. Either a very happy uh, yeah. Jason Cundy or a crestfallen Jason Cundy at uh, 10 o'clock on the sports bar. So do get in touch this afternoon. The things kids say. Charlie joined us. Uh, Charlie's six-year-old uh, daughter asked him, Dad, does the Queen have a, uh, a good a voice? Good is, voice? She, is the Queen a good singer? Is yeah, she a I good know. singer? Did, so what did you say? I, I don't know. I, I said, I don't, I don't I'll find know. Out. I'll try and find out. I'll ask I can imagine she had a classical education, Paul, in some sort of way, you know, sort of maybe brought up by with, with music in did some you, sort did of you way. Ask, did you ask your daughter why she, she wanted to know no, the answer no, to that question? No, I should have, perhaps I should have answered that. Why do you want to know? Yeah, <laughs> quite a great, go back to bed. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. 
Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We're off to Bristol later. Lovely, know, Paul. The, the, the north, as far the, as you're the concerned. Dirty north. <laughs> the dirty north. Where are we going? Are we going Gasheads or are we going to City? Um, are we going we're to going, Bristol we're going Rovers? Rovers. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, guess, yeah. We, um, we uh, during the break there earlier on, you, you came up with a theory, <laughs> didn't you? You thought you could work into any, you could walk into any golf club yeah. um, in, in this country, yeah, and shout Roger, and, and just t- go Roger. <laughs> And at least ten, at yeah, least three people. people. At least you think ten people. Ten people. Ten if you people. went, if you went and went, is Roger here? You'd have a lot of people. Well, you're going to have to give us a bit more than that, mate. <laughs> you need to narrow yeah, it. Yeah, John down. said it would be okay. I mean, yeah. you could. So, the, and you're, you're looking to blag your way into the golf club New Year's Eve. Do yeah, um, um, go to the door yeah. with a bottle of wine. Say Roger said it'd Roger be okay. Said it'd be I'm a mate of Roger's. Yeah, exactly. Okay, club secretary probably. Yeah. It was a bit odd because we just uh, sitting here in the ad break and Nick was preparing to read the news and Charlie just started going, Roger! Roger. Absolutely no reason at all. (laughs) The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Liz, the Forest fan's been on pool. Yeah. This is uh, shouting Roger in a golf club. Yeah. Uh, My old mum used to love taking a chair outside her house and sit cheering on the runners in Nottingham's Robin Hood Marathon. Mm. She always used to shout, come on, Dave, and several arms would be raised in. (laughs) Just all the way around. (laughs) Like you knew them all. All the Daves. Yes. A 1989 school leavers reunion. Just shout Paul, and you'll get lots of response. That's oh, okay. you. There you go. Paul, yeah, that's me. I'm one of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's lovely, um, we talked about never heard of him. Uh, Etienne Kapoor admitted he'd never heard of Giovanni Lo Celso when he came in on loan from Spurs recently. He said, "Not on social media. Don't really like football that much apart from playing it. So <laughs> never heard of him." Um, I'm 31. I coach my eight-year-old's team. Uh, says. Uh, Hudson, I once mentioned David Beckham at one of their training sessions and they all looked at me as like, never heard of him. (laughs) Never heard of him. It's come to this, David Beckham. David Bex. Once when working, this is Scott tells us, once when working on an North Sea Sea, uh, oil rig, uh, we asked a particularly dim scaffold if he knew John Lennon was. He offered up the answer, is he in Formula One? (laughs) The rest of the scaffolders were embarrassed and berated him because he didn't know uh, Lennon was a singer. With Motorhead. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Lovely, lovely yes, beautiful. Yeah, Thank yeah, you very much. Are. Scott, for that John one. Lennon enjoying Formula One that much. Um, yeah, you, your, your six-year-old daughter came into the bedroom the other day and said, Daddy, is the Queen a good singer? Wow. Is the Queen a good singer? I couldn't answer, but apparently she's got two... She's got two uh, degrees, honorary degrees. Your daughter? No, <laughs> she might have. She's yeah, very clever, yeah, Paul. Yeah, quiet, yeah. Very clever. No, the Queen has two honorary music degrees, and she plays piano, and mm. apparently she sings madrigals. Does she really? Very old songs, Paul. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not pre-1960, you know. It's yeah. <laughs> that old? Very old really? like that, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So imagine that, an evening. An evening of an evening, at the palace, an evening of madrigals. Oh, with, uh, with her madge. She's doing another one. Okay, lovely. Yeah. Um, this, is a, this is another one, favourite of mine. Um, it's, it's a madrigal again. Oh, blimey, another madrigal. Songs from the shows. Don't know any. Do you just, know memory? Yeah, just no. uh, any Lloyd Webber. 
I've got another madrigal if you fancy. No, you're all right. I'm just We must be going. Look at the time. My four-year-old son asked me some time ago, Daddy, uh, where does the wind go when it's not blowing? Oh, gosh. Says John in here. That's a difficult one as well, oh, isn't it? What do you do? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We'll speak to the... Uh, we had them all on this show. Joe Frazier, yep. George Foreman. Amazing. I mean, you know, just, just legends. Two, two legends from the world of boxing, yeah. from the world of football, some of the greats, many Couldn't of the get boys of 66. And so it, it's great. I feel like um, I've, I've, I've completed it, mate, as we bring you <laughs> Ian Patterson, the head of catering at Bristol Rovers. Good stuff. But there is a reason for it, which, sure. uh, and we look forward to chatting to him a little bit later on. Some of it's pasty related, which always oh, gets lovely. Andy, uh, sorry, gets Charlie excited. It does, of course. yeah, very good, very good. But before on all of brand, that, Paul, very on brand. That's true, very on brand. We're going to speak now uh, to, as far as we know, the only ordained priest, uh, priest who's going to compete at international level racing tournaments. He'll be at the Le Mans Twenty Four Hour. Oh, great! And uh, it is uh, Simon Butler. Good afternoon, Simon. Hey, Simon. Good afternoon. It's some claim to fame, isn't it, really? In the world of motorsport, to be the only ordained priest. It's, yeah, it's a bit unusual. Um, I've, I've scoured the world to see if there are any other racing vicars. And um, I found one from the 1960s, but oh. I'm, I'm not aware of any more that are currently racing. Trying to set up a racing series, are you? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be, it would be, yeah, the, the, the Vatican, the Rome Grand oh, Prix. Yeah, imagine that, yeah. That would be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dog collar yeah. racing. Well, actually, if, if you've ever driven around Rome, it basically is a Grand Prix. Yeah. Really, you wouldn't even know, you wouldn't notice the amazing. difference. Um, no, no, it'd be amazing. And it'll see at 500 or yeah. something. Just oh, yeah, perfect. Around You'd have, to get, you'd have to get Pastor Maldonado involved. Of course, we, we yes. <laughs> yeah, got, yeah, we just, I, saw that, I saw that one coming. Yes, down. we did. We've Christ, got a few more, don't worry. Christian Horner. Yeah, we, there'll be a few more of those coming up before the end of uh, ecclesiastical racing drivers. Indeed. Bible Mansell, says one of the listeners. Well, I, oh, nice. Yeah, nice. I, you know, if you can come up with one I've never heard, I'll say a special prayer oh, for you. Okay, oh, well, that, that's a challenge to the listeners for the you next like five Dion or so Warwick. minutes. <laughs> Listeners, go on then. You can do it. Uh, Mick Pugh-Macker. <laughs> Is that a new one on? Oh, good. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. That's nice. So what was... Uh, yeah, Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. We'll bring you the best of them before we say goodbye. But on a more serious note, um, what was your route into this? Have you always been involved in motorsport? Yeah, I, I've loved cars since I was a really young kid. And, and, and just sort of... Maybe the family was into motorsport, but I, I loved cars. Um, so kind of in my early teens started uh, go-karting um, and, and discovered I was, you know, moderately acceptable at it. Um, but it, it kind of sowed the seeds of what's been 30-odd years of, of racing. Um, so, it, yeah, it's kind of been a part of my life for, for a long time. Wow. Will this be your first uh, 24-hour race at Le Mans, this one that's coming up? Yeah, it will be. So, I mean, we're, we're doing, it, it's, it's kind of on the bucket list of, of races to do. And it's, it's something that I've, I've wanted to do for years and years. Um, and, and we have an option to do um, a series called the Le Mans Cup this year, mm-hmm. which gives us a really good base to build up to, to doing the 24 hours. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it, it's amazing. I've, I've done it in some historic cars. I've done the Le Mans Classic mm. in, uh, in some really old cars, but never in, you know, cutting-edge, modern Really, really fast stuff. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been to Le Mans twenty four hour race. Yeah, two, my dad was in the motorsport. We went. To, I've been two or three times. Made the mistake of camping in the middle of the uh, in the middle of the track, which means you don't actually get yeah. any sleep whatsoever. But no, uh, that's, that's an experience, isn't it? Yes, it is. The, the Mosan straight you've yeah. got there, which is you know part street, part race yep. track. You yeah. know, very very long straight. It is. Is there a, a a big religious element to a lot of racing drivers? I mean, they're facing death in the face quite regularly. Does it happen a lot? Do, do they come and see you? Hey, I, I, I think a lot of it depends on, on where they're from. I mean, yeah. a lot of the South American drivers obviously come with a, a sort of a cultural Catholic heritage. So, so I think there's, you know, there's something going on there. I, yeah, I, you meet the odd few. I, I think it's something that I, not many are that public about it. Um, I mean, Ayrton Senna was, was very public about yeah. it um, back in the day. But, but recently, you know, fewer very, very public drivers have, have spoken about faith. But I'm, I'm sure, you know, drivers are, a, are like a cross-section of any other community. I'm sure there'll be some for whom it's really important and some who have never thought about it and, and lots in between. I just wonder, like, you know, football clubs have often had 
uh, a chaplain, a club chaplain, yeah, a club normally, chaplain. isn't it? Yeah. I wonder if F1, I mean, okay, it's a, the church is a broad church, of course. So, I mean, it's difficult to have one person to, to cover everybody's needs. But I wonder, does F1 have anybody on, on the circuit like that, I wonder? So, I think they, they used to. Hmm. They had um, a guy who, he used to, for a very short while, he was an F1 driver, um, Alex Ribeiro. And he was famous because um, he, he kind of demonstrated his faith in some pretty... Um, pretty full-on sort of ways. There was one, one sort of story of him, um, he didn't have a drive, didn't have a car, of him sort of waiting and waiting and praying for, you know, provision of a car to compete in. And he was, he was kind of an honorary chaplain with F1 for, for quite a few years, but I don't know that he's still doing it. Um, but, but, you know, it's, it's a big travelling community and there's loads of people who, who mm. work in the sport who spend weeks and weeks of their year out on the road as part of this big circus. And in a way, it's like a big mobile parish, I guess. Mm. They mm. they don't have the Le Mans start anymore, do they? With the run to the cars, oh, yeah, that, that would be be nice yeah. to see that back. Oh, it'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? I mean, I think it's just absolute chaos, isn't it? We um, we we do that in the old cars. That's when we race at the Le Mans Classic, mm. and they still do the, the the running start. But they um they so they make you run to the car, jump in, but then just go around the corner and stop, and then put your seatbelt on, which sort of you know oh. is less exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, who needs seatbelts, right? Yeah, yeah, well. I think to make it more interesting, we should make it the the Le Mans start should be a bit more, you know, in keeping. So it's the Le Mans triathlon. So you oh, yeah. you swim to the start, oh, you cycle to the start, and then the last bit is the run to the start. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you drive for a day. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, the, the winner of the race will be the person that actually completes the triathlon because everybody else has been lost somewhere along the way. Yeah. yeah well, it would, you know, keep your fitness up. It's, you've got to, it's a fit man's game. Well, what date is it? Because it used to be Father's Day. It used to be always be Father's Day, um, the Le Mans 24. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's normally the second sec- second um, weekend in June, I think, because it's, it's traditional day. Yeah, it's yeah. Worth, definitely worth a trip. Definitely worth yeah. a trip. And what, what are your congregation make of it, uh, Simon? Are they supportive? So I think it's one of those things that um, people have sort of got used to it. And, and I think when, when people sort of first hear about it, it, it feels like a really odd combination of things. And, and they're, they're two things that I guess don't often fit together. So, so there's a bit of interest and a bit of intrigue about, well, how, how would you sort of live in both of those worlds? And, and how, would you, how would you marry the two things together? Um, but then actually, you know, a, a lot of the guys in the churches and the villages that I look after, it, it's a point of shared interest. You know, they're they're into cars. They like racing, and mm. it gives us something to something to connect over and, and talk about. So, yeah, I think most are supported. I'm sure there's uh, there must be a few who sort of raise their eyebrows and tuck quietly under their breath about it. But you know, that's, that's life, isn't it? Unless there's someone behind you with a vuvuzela, I'm, I'm I'm assuming you are a racetrack <laughs> at the moment. I yeah, I am. I'm I'm at a track. I'm definitely not at the carnival. Um, yeah, we're uh, down in the south of France, uh, Paul Ricard. So the, uh, the first race of the uh, Le Mans Cup is this coming weekend. Lovely. So uh, we're down, down here with the team um, doing a bit of pre, pre-event running. And so far, really good. They, their cars were fastest and second fastest this morning. So, so it's, um, it's been a good start. Excellent. Well, at the best of the puns I, I can see here came from Jedi, who says, Felipe Midnight Massa. Oh, beautiful. Oh, that's good. That's not Perfect. bad, is it? Good. I'm not allowed to read out the one I want there's, to read there's out. There's a few of these. Told, there are a few of these. to say it. No, no, we don't, up, we, there's, we don't upset anybody. <laughs> we, we filtered out the stuff that is, is not at all. Ayrton <laughs> Sinner. Ayrton Sinner. That's Ayrton, lovely, isn't Ayrton it? Ayrton Sinner. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, Simon, it's lovely to talk to you. We, we wish you well. I hope the race goes well. Thanks Thank very you. much. Thank you. Lovely chat. Cheers. There we are. This uh, the Reverend Simon Butler there taking part in Le Mans Sterling Mass. That's good, isn't it? Sterling Mass. Very good. Sterling Mass. People are very good. We've been trying all morning. We've not come up with many, have we? No. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. When we send you out there, we're safe in the knowledge that you will try the local cuisine. Of course, when we send the moose, it just goes to Pizza (laughs) So at least we know that you've you've have you have you tapassed as yet, or do you plan to? I have, yeah. Last night, uh, with quite a few of the uh, written journalists, we went to a tapas bar uh, organised by the Daily Mirror's Darren Lewis, so, so we tucked into that. Yeah, certainly no question of, of me heading to, to uh, mm. McDonald's or any other fast food chain. <laughs> I don't like tapas. I like my own dinner, you see. You do? I like, I like, I like, <laughs> you just don't I like me own, share your dinner I like my own plate of dinner, Paul. So I, like, somebody, I, like, I like to know that's all mine. Now all that's mine. Somebody reaches over for the octopus and its own ink. You're sticking the fork in the back of their I hand. I ordered right? that. You should have ordered that if you wanted it. Yeah, if you wanted those I'm not good to go for tapas with Alex. It, 
it can it can cause an issue. And there was one journalist actually who was saying the same thing. He nearly ordered himself a burger uh, just so that he had his own meal, mm. but we managed to talk him out of that. <laughs> like your own dinner. Fantastic. <laughs> Cheers, Alex. We'll hear from you later. Thanks a lot. Cheers, guys. Alex Crook there in uh, Madrid. I think it'd be quite a good uh, talk sport poll for today. So, Tapas, yes, no. Do you want to put that out I then? We'll put that out. Well, there. it's as much your show as mine. I've got no real control no, over it. It is not as much my show as yours, Paul. No, not Gary Tapas. I'll make Gary Tapas the fine commentator. <laughs> oh, that's a very much a yes from my point of view. If it's, but you mean. Well, I like to share. I like my own dinner, Paul. I like to know that, that all that on that plate is mine. Really? I do not want to share. Like I've ordered, you brought up during the war. If, I, if I've ordered a nice Parma ham thing yeah. and you've just ordered some asparagus and tomato thing, yeah. that's your lookout. Okay. That's your problem. This is mine. That's yours. Mate. I can understand you getting upset when you say, so you ordered the prawns. Yeah, you ordered lovely. the lovely that's t- that's sizzling garlic up. prawns. Looks lovely, doesn't it? And your what mate you has ordered? ordered the broad beans. Yeah, and you say, but we'll all have a bit of each other's, won't we? No. Well, no, I've had mate. one bean and you've had six prawns, <laughs> mate, because exactly. I've been counting them. I'm that sad. <laughs> I wouldn't count them, but I'd just keep it within me deep down, Paul, yeah, for a long well, time. Be... The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. After the uh, City-Liverpool game the other day, uh, it was revealed that uh, as, as he drove home with the family, Kevin De Bruyne stopped in and got the kids Happy Meals. Oh, did he? Lovely. Yeah. Oh, I would nice. imagine if you're behind the counter uh, working on in the drive through section yeah. uh, of a fast food chain, you probably do see a few stars. There must be now and again yeah. they come in. Think Kevin was driving? Do you think he had to lean out the window and do, no, no, large fries? Do you, think, say, do you think he'd have to do all that, and then he'd have to reach out just a bit too far in it when you reach out the window, yeah, to pay. Yeah. Do you know? Do you think he was he'd put it on the end of a stick now, Paul? Sometimes you've seen that. I, I don't I've never that's... told you this story. I might mention it on air before. Our, right. our uh, friends in Australia had somebody who was, who was kind of looking at sort of the childminder that yeah. they had when they were both at work. Yeah, and um, she took the kids to. Uh, to a McDonald's for one of these Happy Meals and um, shouted her order uh, into uh, what she needed to and then sat there for about 20 minutes and nothing <laughs> happened. Um, and then she realised, rather than shouting into the thing that took her order, she was shouting into a Ronald McDonald bin. <laughs> <laughs> she was shouting at a dustbin. Lovely. Just into the bin. Come Two on. Happy Meals. <laughs> yeah. Shouting at a bin. That? Look, I'm not, I'm not laughing at her because wow. that would be an easy mistake to make. Paul. It would be. It would wouldn't be. It? Wouldn't yeah. it? I mean, it if you put a bin there with do. its mouth open. Exactly. Right by the point where you drive in, people are going to stop and shout at a bin, aren't they? What's going to happen? <laughs> when did you shout at a bin? That's nice, isn't it? Yeah, lovely. <laughs> I think that's, that's got that, very that limited That too niche, Paul? I think it's a bit... When did you shout at a bin? Well, people were putting the bins out, Paul. Oh, let's, let's, let's call it, shall we? Yeah. This is it, Charlie's 14, 36, 17 seconds. Low. The 12th of April, 2022. The Charlie Baker's radio career finished. Can you? What was it? What did he say? I think it was... Some, oh, that's right, Charlie. Remember him? Yeah. When did yeah. you shout out a bin? They never invited him back. People shout at bins, Paul, all the time. Yeah. You never you yeah. never know if you'd get the oh dear, what's the worst thing? It's bank Don't embarrass yourself this week or next week, Paul, mm-hmm. because it's bank holiday. Yeah. Don't put your bin out on the wrong day, Paul. No, I won't. Don't because I, ju- I judge people. Do yeah. you judge people? If they go Paul? a day early. They go a day early. We all know. Yeah. We all know they've put it out a day early. They've not checked. We have an app, Paul, where I live. Bin yeah. zone. Binzo. <laughs> well, they were a great band. They were fantastic. Yeah. World's worst boys' own tribute. <laughs> Binzo. Five dustmen. Five boys on the bins. Be brilliant, wouldn't it? Lovely, yeah, yeah it'd it'd be do, lovely, uh, wouldn't it? Yeah, somebody thought of that. Binzo, though, and it tells you. You log into it. You put your postcode in, and it tells you if it's if it's recycling week. Yeah. Or general waste. That's or. Put your brown bins out. We haven't got an app. We, uh, You've not got an app? Got, no. I, have to, I, have to go and, I have to kind of work my way through the council website. Oh, do you? You have to really... Uh, or it's a, I give us a bit of old cardboard. Maybe setting year. up an app for your local area, Paul. Yeah. That's, I've, yeah. Bin zone, the name's been taken, but yeah. if you want to think of a different one, you know, that's up to you. Sounds like a good idea, Charlie. A little bit of breaking news. If you saw this today, Neptune has got colder. Temperatures dropping 14 Ooh. Fahrenheit between 2003, 2018. All I'm saying is, if you're planning to go there, take a jumper. <laughs> take a jumper because it's definitely getting colder than well, it I'm, used to I'm be. I'm pleased about that, Paul. I was going to be on holiday this week. We were going to go to Portugal, but I had some work come in, so I had to stay yeah. home. But we've some we've been looking at the weather of where we were going in Portugal all week. 15 and raining, Paul. Oh, the feeling sh- of superiority. That's beautiful, isn't it? Because yeah. it's like, oh, we could have been sitting. Mi- is there anything more miserable than going on holiday? With young kids. With young kids. Too early when it's just grey and wet and you've gone for some sun. Yeah. First sun in two and a half years, you know. 
cannot possibly play any more cards. <laughs> we just leave the kids. I the kids come done. back. They're like they could they could play in Vegas. They're that good at cards. <laughs> and so they get back. They're top poker. That good players. at whist. Yeah, that's it. That's right. Um, I, I thought this was a nice story. Okay, well, yeah. the good people at Pets at Home, the uh, they have decided to not sell rabbits over the Easter weekend. Oh, that's nice. Because they tend to get a bit of a run on rabbits. Although it's... Run, it, rabbit. Yeah, it, it run, does, run, run, run. I didn't mean that. But it is slightly, you know, the, the idea that you think, oh, it's Easter, not let's go and buy a one-pound egg from the supermarket. No. Let's go and buy a rabbit. I mean, you know, a rabbit is for life, not just for Easter, no, isn't it? No, but really? and also you don't want a rabbit, Paul. They're miserable pets, aren't they, rabbit? Are they? Don't give you a nugget. You get nothing back from a rabbit. Okay. Nothing, nothing back from a rabbit. There's no love back... Is there anything? I've never had a rabbit. It's, it's nothing. You are listening to talk sport, by the way. Big night Champions League football, but I've never had one. A lot of people shouted at Bins. Call the app Waste Life to go up against Bin Zone. What a oh, lot. Brilliant. Who's that I mean, from? That was anonymous, but fantastic. Oh, well, you should have put your name put on your that. Put your name that's, on that. Yeah, that's okay. really good. So, there we're we are. now not looking for um, refuse-related boy bands, are we? <laughs> well, why not? Yeah. Why not? I only shouted at a bin yesterday. Charlie's right. As I tried to wheel mine and my neighbours home at the same time, it hit my heel, wobbled over, and I told it where to go. Steve Hobbs. See, Paul, I told you. We had a bin strike in West Sussex, says uh, David from Worthing. Um, so everyone shouted at the bins. So look, maybe it's maybe there's more people shouting at bins than I initially, <laughs> there we are. initially thought. There we are. Um, Charlie asked earlier on, uh, tapas, yes or no? Yeah, how's it going, Alex it? Crook? Oh yeah, because uh, Charlie likes his own dinner. He doesn't like to share his dinner with anyone. Um, and a lot of people agree with you, Andy. Uh, sorry, Charlie. Yes to tapas, but only with the wife. Any more than two, then it's a no. Ooh. So there is a critical mass. Oh, go right. Okay, so if you got, uh, yeah, okay. for, if you're prepared to do, we've had 131 that. votes on tapas, yes or no, Paul. Yeah. It's currently seven better to do. <laughs> Really? 131 people. What's wrong with you? Actually, I voted. I'm one of them. Dust life. Someone, Sean's come in with dust life, which is, uh, I think waste got, life is a better pun, isn't we've it? We've got but waste we life and, and bin zone. I mean, we're not going to beat that, are we? Well, we've got blue, a blue bin. Blue, I've got a blue, blue bin. What's yeah, your blue bin for? Recycling. Is it? Yeah, blue Why blue? blue? Recycling. I, I don't know. Madness, Paul. It's like walkers with no, crisps. Madness. It's, not, that's I, like, it's like I, walkers I, with crisps trying to make... Cheese and onion blue. It's not. Yep. It's cheese and onions is green. Oh, okay. No, we're, we're blue. Why is uh, blue, blue recycling? I, I, look, don't take it. Take it out with the council, <laughs> mate. I don't care. So, um, what council is it? I'm gonna. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to get in touch this afternoon, talksport.com, text 8189, tweet TSH&J. The bank holidays are ignored for bin days, except for Christmas, of course. Those guys need a break, says James. Thank you very much. Bin folds five. <laughs> very good. Boys, From, uh, boys not, to bin men? Not, yeah, boys to bin men. Just <laughs> some of the Liverpool things you're coming up. Yeah, um, that's right. I shouted at my bin today, says PJ, as it's meant to close by itself, and it didn't. So I shouted, just shut, will you? See, Paul, people shout at bins. And- Lazy have you, you got to be that you have to say to the bin open and close. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Charlie was telling us about his uh, his app his, with the bank holiday coming up and the moving uh, of uh, the refuse collection. Mm. It's called Binzone. It's not my app, Paul. I wish it was because it's such a brilliant idea. Binzone. It's, it's the uh, Oxford County thought, Council's and, and it did sound like a really terrible tribute act. Um, and somebody gave us Waste Life. And we've had, I'd say... A hundred more. We've, I mean, it's gone ridiculous. Um, <laughs> McFly tippers, uh, anonymous gives us new bins on the block. Lovely stuff. Uh, Wheelie Dan, we've had that. Paul. That was from Marie, by the way. New new bins on the block. Wheelie Dan was very good. Black yeah. Sack Street Boys. That's nice. Green very nice. Green bin day. Very good. <laughs> Led Zepp bin. Yeah, our old mate the Sultan gives us bin full of Asher by Corner Shop. Oh, He's gone into good. songs. I mean, I don't Biff think Clyro. Biffa uh, bins, of course. Oh, yes. Uh, Enstink, says Mark in Lancaster. <laughs> bin folds five. Did we do that one? It was Andy, was Boys it? to yeah. bin men. Take trash. I'm not sure that works. It, it kind of does. Um, yeah, boys Grand to bin Grandmaster Trash and the Furious Five. Yeah. Very, um, very good. Just angry bin men. Led Zep bin, says Mark from Glasgow. Bin anyway. direction. Yeah. All sorts. Uh, that's it. Well done, everybody. V- Thank fantastic. I think, I think we've exhausted Absolutely those. But brilliant You effort. were on fire there. Thank you very much. 
Take tat, says Rob. Thank you, Rob, for that. Uh, anyway, as we said, it's always good when your football club asks you the question. They ask you what you want. They do a bit of market research. And that certainly should be happening around uh, catering, I'd yes, say, definitely. on a match day. Which is why uh, Ian Patterson, the head of catering at Bristol Rovers, tweeted out the other day, big thank you to everyone that attended the official Bristol Rovers Football Club pie slash pasty tasting at the quarters last night. Round of applause emoji. Uh, it was great to meet everyone. Talk football and food. Time to start the selection process. He then takes a huge pile of papers, uh, all with the kind of market research oh, yeah. about the flavours. Went down. Did you um, like the steak and kidney or the steak and well, I mean, there's a whole line of questioning that we'll drill down into now mm. with Ian. Good afternoon, Ian. Good afternoon. Yeah, nice. So where did this idea come from? What made you go to the people rather than just thrusting it upon them? Um, well, um, we did a, a, a similar event with some pies a few years ago, but on a much smaller scale. Right. And so I just thought we'll get into the stage where we're going to be reviewing the offer for next season. So we just thought we'd reach out on Twitter to some, some fans, get a collection of them to the quarters training ground and just try some pies and pasties and that, see what, what people think. That would have been a real Willy Wonka call, wouldn't it? Oh, the people yeah. that would have registered their interest, Ian phones them and says, you know, you want to come down to the quarters and have some pies yeah. and pan. What a great feeling. Um, what was the, who were the sort of people who had registered their in, uh, interest? It's just a mixture, of, a mixture of fans. They all sort Lovely. of stand and sit in different parts of the ground, so we didn't want everybody from one area. Of and just to get a real idea of what they want, and then we'll ultimately we'll choose what products to do next season, and then if they don't like them, well, they chose them, so they can't really blame me for a change. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Pass the buck on to them. That's so the do you have a local a pie provider and a local pasty um, provider, or does it come from a, a large no, caterer? They're, they're, they're slightly larger sort of companies. We use um, Our pies come from the Sussex, actually, and um, our, our pasties are from sort of, the sort of southwest, but um, we want to try and look at local. But it's, it's supplying the quantities that we need isn't always achievable. Of course, yeah. Now these are the questions that were asked. Um, the appearance was covered, texture and consistency oh. of uh, of pasty. Uh, uh, is anyone well, bothered I, about? I is we, anyone bothered about what it looks like? If, if we're honest, I at the don't football? know. I think it was, at the end of the day, it was, it was just a bit of a, a, a sort of community club event. It was a yeah. bit of fun. I probably got a bit carried away with my um. No, no, no. I think these are all good. It, it was just, it was just sort of. So people get a real feel for it, and we can get an accurate score of what we think the best product would be to have next season. These are these are all good. Um, I, when you get into the taste area, all four could be on a stage, one of the minor stages of Glastonbury, right? <laughs> Flavor strength. You ever seen oh, them live? Them. Yeah, good. Mouth mouth feel. They're of they're, they're very more good. of an albums band. They are mouth feel very good. Taste of crust. That was their kind of metal, thrashy metal, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they're good, they are. Aftertaste. Ooh. Yeah, you want to see? Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at some of the results. Uh, one of the pies, it doesn't reveal which one, got a seven on the aftertaste. How much aftertaste are you looking for well, on a scale of one to ten? I want to get it. It's quite yeah, difficult. Very nice. Yeah. So what was uh, what were the flavours you went for? Um, well, we did um, pasties, because obviously being in the southwest, pasties yeah. are sort of big as, as big as pies, if not a bit bigger in, yeah. in, in Bristol. So we did a pasty, a sausage roll, and then we tried different pies, whichever pie the sort of the supplier wanted to give us so that they thought would be would go down well with the fans. Well, sure, and then you, you, I mean, you're pretty near Forest Green Rovers, aren't you? Not that... Not that well, yeah, we're not, we're not far from them, yeah. Not far from there, and they're obviously offering uh, vegan options quite a lot. Did you have any a cheese yeah, and onion do, option, do, for instance? Yeah, no, yeah, we, yeah, we do mm. vegan options. Um, we thought about going vegan for the whole ground, but I don't think I'd get out of it alive at oh, 4.45. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we've, we've not gone that, that road quite yet. We've got Forest Green visiting in a couple of weeks' time, so we, we may sort of increase the offer just to see if the fans like it. Uh, you ask, is, yeah, is the product memorable? Um, the results were generally quite good. Um, I mean, did you wake up in the middle of the night and think about it again? Uh, is the, is... I've had a few pies where I've woken up in the middle of the night and <laughs> yeah, thought about yeah, it again. But not in a good way. <laughs> All that pie's come back. <laughs> Would you pay up to four pounds for the product? Ooh, yeah. um, Doesn't seem a lot. One of the, I mean, you know, for a, a football ground pie is not an excessive not amount, that. No is it? That's pretty good. One of the uh, punters said three, gave it three out of ten. I don't know what they're looking for? Looking for a one pound pie. You know, yeah, that's not think, realistic, think, is it? Yeah. Pricing is quite important, but so this is the reason we asked that question. It's all very well having a good pipe, but you're not going to want to pay ten pounds for it unless no. you're maybe at Arsenal somewhere. So yeah, yeah oh that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah you plan yeah, yeah. those London prices. That's exactly. Yeah. Up, yeah. Up, so that, it, up there it, in that London. Um, what a yeah, because I suppose you want to try and pull in the day for a price, don't you? Per yeah, head yeah. spend. So with your ticket and your program and your yeah. and your pie, you know. You well, want I, 20, I try and 25 try and point quid, this out to the chairman, although I don't think he's ever listening. And on his beer prices, although they are creeping up 
really, um, which is noticeable. You know, if you if you offer something, people think, well, I will go into the stadium and have a beer and something to eat yeah. because it's not excessive, re- relatively speaking, compared to what I can buy around the ground. I think that's key. I think some football clubs, uh, I mean, sports organisations in the States, they feel they have a captive audience and they stiff you for a sort of $15 for a beer. But yeah, I've never, yeah. never quite held with that because in this country, generally, there are other options, aren't there? So you have to give yeah. people value for money, in. No, definitely. Yeah, no, we've got um, we've got high streets nearby and lots of pubs and things. So we do have to try and keep it competitively. Although the fans may think sometimes it is expensive, we are doing our best to keep the prices as low as, as low as we can. Fantastic. So from these findings, you 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 uh, you've you've got you your results. Numbers, you, I suppose. You've crunched and you know what you're going with. Um, unfortunately, it was very tight and it wasn't quite as clear cut as I thought. So we have oh. got a couple of we got a couple. So we have to have a sort of taste off, and I have to get in touch with everyone again oh, to, to see what we can do, which is which is sort of backfired a little bit. Um, I guess we're just <laughs> talking to the suppliers now as to sort of sort of the financial side of things and just see what's yeah, best, yeah. Sort of commercially best for for the club ultimately. But um, I think we may be doing a little taste off just to half time, half time the on the on the pitch. What, like, uh, yeah. that, that'd be lovely, wouldn't Make it? The final decision. That Bristol Rovers. Pushing for promotion, they're sixth currently yeah. in League Two. Yeah, you know it's very, very tight in League Two, isn't it at the moment? When, so when the team are going well, Ian, as your head of Kate, when the team are going well, do, do people spend more money on food and drink in the stadium than when it's not going well, or not, or are they drowning um, their sorrows um, or feeding their yeah, faces? No, it's, 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 a, it's about the same. Obviously, the crowds are better, so we're like we're selling, selling out every match at the moment. Mm. Um, the only noticeable thing is if they're doing well, then if there are any sort of problems with food, they're a bit more forgiving because they don't—they're not—they're just happy that we got three oh, yeah. points. And yeah. whereas, like, just if, we, if we keep losing, sort of, then obviously they're easier to pick up. Pick bit, up any bit of gristle when you've won two 0 is neither Ian or there, isn't it? Well, if you've lost four 0 yeah. you want to speak to Ian. What's your cheesy yeah, no, chip exactly, situation, exactly. Ian? What's your yeah, cheesy no, chips? Cheesy right. chips? Is it grated chi- cheese on your chips, or is it a bit of plastic cheese on top? How do you do it? No, no, we do grated. Um, with, with the arrival of like footy scran and all the oh, sort of yeah. social media's like yeah. that. There's a lot of pressure, I think, on all football grounds now to sort of raise the game. So we've started doing loaded chips. We've got Ooh. a fan zone where we get in different sort of... We've had tacos in. We've got jerk chicken, Caribbean food Ooh, coming in this weekend. Boy. And so we're, we have, we've all had to raise our game with sort of catering. Sort no of tapas yet. You're not doing tapas yet, are you? No, that tapas will be difficult to do as football, no, no, yeah, football no, no, catering. No, tapas at the moment, I don't think, would go down very well. Some great big airy bloke. What it was. No, no one's going to touch the pies if there's jerk chicken on him. No, sounds... Well, look, it, it's been lovely to talk to you. It's been an education because yeah, we don't often get the catering manager on. We find no. this stuff out. So Good luck with it. Yeah, good luck with it and good to talk no to you. Problem. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Ian Patterson there, head of catering at Bristol Rovers. Lovely stuff. Uh, Finally, us. we got him. Yeah. Blimey, been chasing him for months. Years and years. The producer speaking to his people, (laughs) speaking to our people. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Charlie, you're going to get five clues to work out who it is. Dan in Fulham said, given Charlie's inability to remember any sports people at all, here are some. Nigel Mansell, he said. Is it Nigel Mansell? Well, I won't. Look, if it is, that's cheating. Can't use it. Zola Bud, Rivellino. If it's any of those people, <laughs> we can't use them, Paul. <clears throat> Not really in the news this week, unfortunately. Okay, okay. So um, we're going to start with £50 in the pot. And for every clue you use without a correct answer, £10 cruelly snatched away. I'm going to get it. Paddy's pick is all for charity. We're raising funds for the Attitude Foundation, who support a range of causes across the LGBTQ community and promote inclusion in sport. Charlie, are you ready? I'm ready, Paul. Let's play Paddy's pick. Let's play it. This footballer, so it's not Zola Bud, okay, or Nigel Mansell, a footballer, okay, narrows it down, could have represented, I think that says Burundi, it does, as an international, but chose a different path for a European nation. Wow, that's a really good question. I didn't know it about this footballer. Burundi, where is Burundi, Paul? Oh, I don't really know, John. Oh, no. I have to find out. I want to know exactly is. where it is. Where it's, is Burundi? That could be roughly the first, where it is. First question exactly could be where, it is. where is Burundi? That would be good for Paddy's pick. It neighbours Rwanda. Okay, in Africa. But he's chosen a different. He, he didn't go down that route. Oh, he went down a different mm. route. Yeah. It's landlocked. Does that do you any favours? Not really. Okay, no. fair enough. It's a footballer. <laughs> Burundi. Landlocked. Landlock could have played for Burundi. Is it... Um, Population 11.89 million it, as of 2020. <laughs> Does that do you any favours, Charlie? No. Is it Mane? Sadio Mane? It, it isn't. 
It is, and that's not a bad guess, though. Okay. Um, Okay, so £10 taken away. We're on 40 quid for the Attitude Foundation. (laughs) He scored four times in his nation's World Cup 2014 qualifying campaign. Securing their place in the finals for the first time in 12 years at that stage. 2014. Um, okay. so we don't know. We haven't been told where he who he plays for yet, have we? No, no, not no. at the moment. A European nation, a European nation. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. Four times for a European nation. First time they qualified. The official language. No, I don't want to. I might throw you if I give you the official oh, yeah, language. I mean, give me country. a clue that I'll actually. The no, it, it, it will throw you as a clue. It's not fair. Yeah. Ball. Oh. <laughs> 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 I never know. Okay. On this quiz. Well, just think of a footballer who's been in the news this week. Think of a footballer. I or just just give one ne- of the ones I on the board the listeners send you. It might be Rivellino. It won't be Rivellino, though. It might be. Oh, gosh. Anybody? Can anybody help me? No. Nobody helps me is the thing. No. It's not like... It's just not say like, a footballer's is name. Is it Mo Salah, Paul? It isn't, it isn't Mo Salah. No, but that wasn't a bad guess. <laughs> it wasn't. Okay, so down to 30 quid. Uh, his European nick- Egypt's not in Europe. Yeah, is it? his nicknames include the Tumble Dryer and the Ginger Pele. Okay, okay. Oh, ah, oh. <clears throat> mm. oh, yeah, it's coming now. Is I it think. really? It's Steve Sidwell, Paul. It he's not in the news this week. Oh, is he not? Think it's not. It's not Steve Sidwell. Okay. Um, no, unlucky. So we're down to twenty quid. I, d- I cannot do this game, you can, Charlie. You can believe in yourself. Believe. <laughs> Or if you just say Rivellino. I just can't... I, 20 I, quid. Freeze. You can do this. So we've established he could have played for Burundi. Would you have got it yet, Paul? That wouldn't have done you Paul, any would favours. you have got it from this? Um, I think I might have got it from the last clue. But okay. I'm not sure I would have got it from the first two, Charlie. It's quite okay. hard. He was named the best player of Bunda, in the Bundesliga 2014-15. In total, he scored 20 goals and provided 37 assists in 73 games. Uh, I'll tell you, he's not a Bundesliga player. He okay. came from the Bundesliga. Is he Dutch? He isn't. I'll give you a clue. No, he's not he's Dutch. Not Dutch. No. no. Oh, I'm just going to end up saying any footballer. Go on, then. Say any footballer. I'm going to say Jack Greenish, Paul. It's it's not. I don't remember <laughs> I know his time I in, know the, it's not in the Bundesliga. Is it Armani he's Little? Not, he's not the ginger Pele, unless there be Armani Greenish. <laughs> I just can't do this game. Here, here we go. This is the one. So for and a My tenor, brain doesn't does not... Whatever this is, my brain <laughs> does not work for like a, this. For a tenor, Charlie. I'm really good at quizzes, and I cannot do this quiz. At Manchester City, he has won back-to-back PFA... It's Kevin De Bruyne. It's Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> yes, it is, Charlie. I never knew he could have played for Burundi. That's interesting. Kevin De Bruyne, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> can't... Oh, that was a disaster, wasn't it? Was he well, in the news, Paul? Yeah, well, he, yeah, he did he score, score, didn't he? He did he? score yeah. and play brilliantly in the game yeah. against Liverpool at the yeah. weekend. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a bit tight, to be honest, because it made him sound like a... Yeah. Oh, well, there we are. He was born in Drongen in Belgium. His roots can be traced yeah. back to the Republic of Burundi, a landlocked country, as I've told you, yeah. in the Great Lakes region of Africa. Uh, Anna de Bruyne, Kevin's mother, prof- a professional in petroleum engineering, okay. was born in Burundi and spent most of her initial years in the East African country before moving to Europe after a marriage to Hervig. So there we are. Awful. Anna also Once lives again, in Ealing in him, West London. This let's embarrass Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Paddy's pet could be called. There we are. So there we are. He does, ten, ten quid, though, was it? He does speak, Kevin. He speaks Dutch, French, German and English. Very good. So well, what some a things, player, Paul. What well, a player. Of the things you never knew. So there we are, Phenomenal. Charlie, a tenner. I did well, good, I think. The Attitude Foundation, another ten they'll pounds be, they'll be like, into yes. the coffers. They will be, they? be dancing in the good office, hugging each other this afternoon. Getting so, Mo Salah for a European country. Yes. Well done, Charlie. There we are. So £10 for the Attitude Foundation this week, and there'll be another Paddy's pick next week. Bet you can't wait, Charlie. <laughs> I love it. Thanks to our friends at Paddy Power, official H&J betting partner, 18 plus only, begambleaware.org. Paddy's pick on TalkSport with Paddy Power. Can you guess who's made the headlines this week? Mmm. 18 plus, begambleaware.org. Yeah. Andy Garner's been in touch, Paul. What did he say? Gladys Knight and the tip. That's good. It yes, is a beautiful one, I think. You this know, is this Charlie's is... local refuse app, which is called Binzone, isn't it? Binzone, Paul. Binzone, yes, we Binzone. saw. What a great name for a band. And, and then we got the, Waste uh... Life, and then you <laughs> sort of took over. 
took it on, took it yeah. on from there. Uh, how has the uh, the poll gone? Do we know? Is it, it yeah, be, it's it finished. Be... I can give you the results. Yes, of please, the, yeah. the, Charlie decided that he would have a poll earlier on. Uh, the question was tapas. Uh, he wasn't offering you some, but Charlie's got this thing about having his own dinner, like not wanting dinner. to share his dinner with other people. Um, a, a Charlie tapas would be good. So you've got like sausage and mash and then someone's just sitting there chatting at a table. They just hoik one of the sausages oh, off your plate. You wouldn't that. like that, would you? How many, tapas. When you? If you go to a, a pub, Paul, for yeah. some lunch yeah. and you're ordering uh, sausage and mash, yeah. how many sausages do you think is is what you're expecting? I, 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 and how many's too few? I'm, I'm, I'm looking for three. Because it's, it's the predominant... It's that and the mash. It's, it's, it's not... It's not a side. It's th- it's two things. It's a three sausage situation, yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah. And often, how many do you get? Two. You get two, don't yeah. you? And 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 I think you're well within your rights yeah. to go. Oh, although they don't say sausages and mash, they say sausage. sausage and, and, they couldn't. And, and, they could, could give, give you, you one. one you wouldn't sausage. have a leg to stand. Is that is that is that how the big Cumberland sausage comes? Is it Cumberland, big, yeah, the big, the big curly big old, one, big old curly, curly one. one. A bit <laughs> weird then. Anyway, sixty nine percent of three hundred and ninety two people yeah, lovely. answered the question tapas. What's lovely. wrong with you? Um, but thank you. Um, and yes, sixty nine percent said yes. Yeah, They're not like you. They haven't got sort of weird food habits. If you're in the right place, Paul, and in the right time, and you know, and it's a nice day, lovely. I love, yeah. love a bit of tapas. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Uh, that was this afternoon's. Uh, Why show. are we putting that quiz in? I don't know. I, I, I've got no control over it, Charlie. I don't. I have don't set the agenda. The producer it. he wanted it and he liked it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Your ritual humiliation. <laughs> so thanks for all your input today on tapas and uh, bin-based bands. Yes, it was very good, was good of you. We couldn't have done it without you. And so I'll be back with Charlie. Uh, no, I'll be back with Andy tomorrow. Yeah. But Charlie will be popping up because, as we're not here on Good Friday, we're moving everything along, aren't we? So a little birthday spread tomorrow, Paul. Yeah, that's it. Birthday oh, yeah, spread nice. with Charlie. Very nice. Charlie's on a good roll. Although I did win last you week. Won last week. They're not on that good a roll. Normal service has been resumed. <laughs> um, we'll catch up with you. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four p.m. on Talk Sport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.